Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Mad Axeman podcast in which remarkably we talk about the usual nonsense of painting, we have a proper discussion about shopping face to face at any number of trade shows, we even cover playing some games and of course Andy's quiz comes back as well. We, we trail some upcoming events, it's almost starting to sound like a proper news program here really isn't it and we talk about everything from ACDC to the Ottoman Sultan and how being caught by the Ottoman Sultans might be rather tricky. There's a bit of 3D printing which follows on from last week so we've even remembered what we did before and the usual nonsense with all seven people. Sit back, enjoy the podcast. This means war. But without further ado, we are amazingly back and we're, we're back seven-handed, which, back. which is quite unusual. Whoa, we all return. And I think this is only three or four weeks since the last one. So so we're really picking up pace. And by the middle of next year, we could be back to bi-monthly or something like that, if um, if everybody's lucky. But it's been a busy few weeks in terms of playing and shopping. So possibly it's not been a busy few weeks in terms of painting, although we were last time talking about 3d printed hot lights or figures which tamsin very graciously managed to to print off on the the resin printer and um and get to us or, or get to nearly all of us i think peter you were you were just doing glamorous you were preparing for the g20 summit or something in bali weren't you or... yeah i was off out about uh, on my travels yeah. so i found about in your travels so so you may have missed on on picking this stuff up, but the rest of us have probably had a go, and and some of us may have painted them as well, which is exciting. So when we do our painting thing, we can actually do um, painting and what do you think of these three D printed figures sort of thing? Mm-hmm. And if if people take photos of them and send them to me in the next day or so, I or on the WhatsApp or on the rest of it, I can um, I can put them up on the um, the the thingy when I actually publish it as well on the the podcast website about um, adventures in 3D printing. So, but you know, in terms of momentous things, Simon, you you are you're older than we last spoke to you, um, much yes. to your surprise, which we'll come on to later. But but what have you been um, painting in in the last last few weeks since we played it? So I've, I've and, uh, and particularly those 3D things. Regretfully, I haven't painted the 3D things. Um, oh, that's terms- a good start to this podcast, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> no, but... Um, <laughs> well done. Cheers. Oh, well done. Yeah, I'm, I'm really up there. You know, Thames have very kindly made me a couple of um, uh, Roman, Roman legionnaires, so I've been busy playing with it and prepping it mm. and all that and having fun with that, but um, haven't had a chance... Were they, to- they, were all, um, they all had supports on them, using yeah. this yeah. terminology. So this was like a, a Roman legionnaire in mid-walk with uh, the pillum sort of poking forward, almost like a um, nice prodding effect. So there was lots of supports under the arms, the the pylum, uh, under the feet and all that. So very carefully. He, come, he basically comes in a cage, up. doesn't he? I guess. Sorry? Basically, the figure comes in a cage, almost. Very much so. It's a very similar yep. effect to what I got when I bought my 10 mil fantasy figures. They're all in, in mm. a cage. You see being built up from the base plate upwards. Okay. So, so those haven't been painted. Has there been anything else that's been painted in the last few weeks since the pod, I've, or have you been busy managed, doing real stuff? Yeah, you know, I've managed to achieve a grand total of four cataphracts. Okay. So I um I picked 25s, up twenty fives, fifteens. 
just the 15. So I picked up at BritCon um, mm. and bought it. They were forged in battle were there. So my credit card had a slight accident on their website. On yeah. Their site. yeah. And um, so I bought some of the nice cataphracts they've got just as random cataphract figure. So, um, yeah. you know, nothing, nothing particularly exciting, but um, a couple of the models had the, the cataphract with a, um, it looks to be like a spear or a lance with a brass or gold. And, the windsock, uh, you mean? Yeah, the windsock goldfish type of thing. So between that and another guy with a big a big hammer, that's the included general because we've always got to have one of those yeah. for a cataphract. Yeah, we've got to have some windsocks, yeah. Yeah, they come up really, really nicely. So um, with a bit of the, the various army painted dips and contrast paints, look nice and shiny, nice the contrast, the, the ink goes into all the gaps and all that. They look quite nice. Okay. Oh, cool. Good. All right. Well, on, on painting world, um, I'll go then to to Dave on the basis that I can see you painting something or fixing something even as we even as we speak. What's what's the last few? Oh, your D your D standing or whatever it's called, D decluttering the um the what's its name thing. Which one I, did you have? I've got some spara bara and I apologize, Tamsin. I haven't had time to uh that's fine. Uh, Painting them, but I'm just cutting one out of his cage. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we're sitting here talking, and they're quite nice figures. And these are you've got 15 and 28, have you? Oh, look, he's out of his cage. Okay, he's off and running. I'm just concerned. But, do you have to wash them before you undercoat them? You can, yes. but you don't. I you can if you want. I depends. And I, how much so you like I've, them, I guess. I primed, I've primed directly onto onto the plastic. I spray primer done directly onto the plastic, yeah. and also I think I've done airbrush onto onto pla- prime onto plastic. Works fine. Right, I'll probably just I'll just I've got this one free of his cage now. First Spara Bara, mm. and the cage isn't too bad to get off, is it? No, shouldn't uh, be. They come out quite well. There's a lot of plastic, a lot of resin around them. You think you've got to cut away, but they don't. They come out fairly easy. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? it I, some, I, some, of those, some of those yeah. supports you can even remove just by pinching, pinching, pinching between mm. fingernails. Yeah, I just, I just, I was feeling like it might damage it, but it came out fairly easy actually. Yeah, little bit. Of yeah, the, the resin's pretty yeah. solid, isn't it? I think. Yeah, but it's and it's, flexible. It's not too. It's not resin. It's PLA. Well, okay. PLA plus. So it's... What's that? Is that the Chinese government army or something? No. Well, is it? Um, it's it, an extruded three uh, D printer then. Yes, it is. Ah. And the it's polylactic polylactic acid. Ah, okay. So it's, <laughs> okay. Right, it with with various extra bit, I extra chemicals put in I to improve flow and such like that. And make it a and garish purple. Yeah. yeah. Is, the, is the garish purple a kind of key, key part of it, or um, do you get to choose well, you that? Get, uh, you get filament in, in all sorts of colours. Okay. All right. That's good. So, it's Dave, what do you reckon for the, the actual figures themselves? Are they, um, are they ones that you would use? Or do, how do they? Because these are 15 mil ones, and some of them were scaled up to 28s, weren't they? No. Either 28. The 28 are used for 28. Okay. All right. They were designed differently. I, I think they'd been sculpted. The, the sculpting had been intended as 15, and mm. the company just used the same sculpt, expanded okay. up to 28. 
Ah, so the company scaled them up, not you. That was it. Yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. Okay. The 15 millimeter, they're quite detailed. Yeah. Yeah. And given it was a, a printer that you said wasn't particularly super high resolution for this sort of stuff, it was pretty solid, I thought, as well. What do you glue the shields on with? Uh, super glue, epoxy. Okay. okay, super glue works, does it? Yeah. Yeah. Right, I'll just try that then. <laughs> okay, he's doing one as we I speak. I'll gel super glue. Um, it wouldn't melt him or anything like that. No, it won't melt it. <laughs> oh, so no, you can't, you can't use things like poly liquid polystyrene cement. It, no, it's nothing. It isn't the stuff. Okay. All right. Well, Dave, actually, have you, is there anything else that you painted in the last few weeks? Uh, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but if how long ago was the last podcast? Five I weeks. think it was September. Object five weeks. Five well, weeks. So you must have done some Vikings, wasn't you? You hadn't finished them by then. In which case, I probably painted almost all of a Viking army in five weeks. That's impressive. That's I've pretty really solid. Painting them, that's why. Hmm. They've come out real. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm short of four basic spearmen and two Irish javelinmen, short of an army, but that's it. Wow. And they've come out, the, the, the Forging Battle Vikings, the Forging Battle Vikings are really, really beautiful. They've come out yeah. really, really well. They've come out really well. Yeah, I think those Dark the, the, Ages the ranges might be, the Dark Ages ranges might be better than, than the ancient, proper ancients ones. Actually. Oh, no, the Dark Ages ones have come on a level. I think mm. they've, the sculpting's just got it absolutely right. If they, I'm, I can't wait for them to do another range if they do medieval or even better, biblical. Biblical, yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> biblical yeah. be nice. Some nice Assyrians. Yeah. Yeah, another Assyrian yeah. army. That would be it. Okay. Yeah, we'll All come right. on to that later. I've had a terrible time with them, but never mind. Right. <laughs> okay. No, well, no, let's... Uh... Come out that these Forging Battle Vikings, I particularly like the traders carrying booty. Right. You've got the world's biggest baggage camp. Or... Yes, no, no. So each base has got a bloke with a duck or a box or... Or he's got flames or something like that. Hang on, let me see if we can find the guy with the flames. Ah. Okay, he's on. He's on, actually on fire. His helmet's on fire. Yeah, you've got a flaming Viking torch at the back. Can you see him at the back now? Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. He's actually carrying a torch. Yeah. Oh, all sorts of yeah, different there's, stuff. There's a lot of variety, yeah. and the huskulls in particular come out absolutely beautifully. Yeah, nice. Oh yeah, yeah. a big, big, big shout for Damien at Donington's. Uh, Viking flags again as well. Hmm. Yeah, I, no, I saw you if, quite anybody, well, if anybody's, I mean, we could actually do a prize. <laughs> with it. I've got about three bags of transfers left over. I think oh, I overdid it a bit. As I usually what, what, do, flag do. transfers. I had, I, last when I did the Frank no, shield, transfer, shield transfers. Shield transfers, is it? Yeah, the shields or the shields of flags, Dave. Uh, both. Oh wow. <laughs> 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 okay. I might be interested in some of the shields. You could definitely have some shields. I might, if you want one pack, two packs, probably. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. yeah no problem. Absolutely no problem. Actually, yeah, maybe maybe that's a Christmas special. It's like it will be presents from the podcast team, which is actually get rid of the tat you don't need. Get rid of the tat. <laughs> it could be like a win win, wouldn't it, really? We could have a decluttering Christmas. This means war.
<laughs> so, all right. Well, let's move move around then. So, Tamsin, um, five weeks is a scary long time, um, and we're on a on a deadline on this podcast. But um, what sort of stuff have you been doing um, from from last time? Is it is it people or buildings? Um, it's people. It's been people. Mm-hmm. Been people. I so finished off finished off my sort of S, Waffen SS I platoon and supports. Mm-hmm. So sort of got sort of jump Injured off point. Medic, medic, I medic tending casualty as a jump off point. For chain of command. chain of command. Yeah. Medic team stretcher bearer. Okay. Which figures are these? These are the assault group. Okay, yeah, I thought they were uh, quite and chunky, aren't they? I had the extra three riflemen as as the extra crew for I crew support weapons. I support mm. weapons teams because I was missing. I was a, I was a couple of figures short. So got those. Please, t- please tell me those um those cat badges are actually part of the figure, and you can sort of drive brush them on. You they're part of the figure which I which I then which I then sort of highlighted. Yeah, highlighted yes. highlighted. I think it was. I sky grey paint I use. Okay. And sort of the the support squad. The, mm, with the MMGs. So, a bit of Zeltbarn there just to make it um more complicated yeah, than the grey. Bits of camo as well. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Nice effect on the guns, which is good. And a couple of I a couple of officers in sort of the leather trench coats. I one as uh. one as a senior leader. Chain of command. The other is going to be a jump point. I'll be building up some yeah. stuff on that base. He's he's practically so looking so he's at not, you. So saying, he's not just stood there in the middle of an no. air patch of ground. He looks just like he's poised to say, "I will say this only once." Doesn't he? Yeah. I kind of think he looked a bit like a hair flick, doesn't he? Yeah, uh, indeed. <laughs> That's sweet. Oh, it's nice. And did some test paints on some one to two seventy scale spaceships. One to two seventy. That's an unusual scale. Yeah, it's. X-wing scale, so it's a little bit larger than six. Ah, right. Okay. Um, so that looks like a yeah, sort of star destroyer type thing. Oh, here's some ghouls. Yeah. Yeah. Is this the, the, is the 3D right, ghoul? So, or? Right. Looking at what we've got here, we've got two two variants of the. Uh, these were all ones which I'd either printed early or where there'd been slight printing problems, hmm. and so they were essentially throwaway bits, which decided to do the test prints on. So you got. Two of the 100, these are all tra- traveller vessels. Two of the 100 ton Type S Scout Courier, a 200 ton Free Trader, and 20 ton a Jig. Okay. Is that the one with the heated rear windscreen? Or does that I'm come out? Sure is that it, extra? I'm not sure if it is or isn't. <clurry> Probably got afterwards. And then did I see yeah. a, the Gaul? Was that a 3D Gaul? Yeah, that's or a 3D. Wow. Pretty, pretty, I painted up one of. So I'd have a go at printing up, painting up one of the 3D printed figures myself. Left the shield off to mm. just to see how it came out. The way you've done the um, <coughs> sorry, the way you've done the pants with the fluorescent green, the blue is quite striking. Yeah, very uh, asterisk. Came out, yeah, so the didn't quite get the the highlight, the highlights in the blue highlights right in the middle of the dark blue. But no, it's close enough for government work, isn't yeah. it? Really, yeah. Yeah, he's got you know a clearly identifiable face and a bit of character. Yes, and, and, his and of course, like, it wasn't until I was editing photos yeah. that I noticed that I'd got blue paint on his left hand. Of course, that yeah, you always get extra bits. No, no, a lot, a lot of it. A bit of 
So how long yeah. does it did it take to print out a 28 mil figure? Or did you do some at what multiples at once, or is it one at a time? Uh I was doing I was doing them in in groups, typically about three or four figures, and it would be about a four depending on what figures they were, hmm. about four about works out about an hour per figure. Uh, Whoa, wow, that's a long time. Between, I think the, the Celts were the quickest, about mm. 50 minutes. And the Chinaman, which was the longest, I think it was the, yeah. I think it might have been the Persians. So I suppose that means if you're doing an eight hour day, <laughs> um, it's kind of something like when you get to, um, get to about 60 figures, it's actually quicker to order them in the post from someone. And, um, and actually, just... actually, I have got, I have got it worked out. Yeah, I've have, I have made. There's a spreadsheet somewhere, or something like that. Is there a screen share right. coming up? I so I might have checked. I might have done the. I got them done as slightly faster printing set, okay. settings, but the Celts was eight. When I was w- working out bits, Celt yeah. was eighty-two minutes. Wow. Per figure. Great cop light was 150. Per per figure or to print four? At the same time. That's average per figure. Wow. My God. I think I did did those calculations by sort of. So if you do that, if I fill, by filling up Hmm. the either print plate. Yeah. Okay. So if you did it using a resin printer, you'd be able to do a whole load at once, wouldn't you? Yeah. I it would take as long to do a hundred as it takes to do one, assuming if you had a big enough printer. Assuming, yeah, assuming the print is large, bed I bet printer plates large enough. Okay, so that's the that's the magic secret about um, scale and stuff like that. Well, it's not not it's not so much it's scale. Different type of printing. Uh, different type different of printing. Different type of printing. Okay, just quick. So Fill up the print plate. Plate. Yeah, and it can just be completely blocked. Okay. Yeah. Does right. the resin cage go in the recycling? No. Oh dear. <laughs> no, sadly That's not. That's one of the bits. I <laughs> some well say say no. Some places might. Right. Yeah. Look on your local council website. That's probably yeah, the answer. I think that's important. Oh, oh right. <laughs> okay all right intriguing well look, andy you were waving one of these figures as well i think um yeah. which one did you paint up yeah well tamsin gave me a couple of the galls um mm-hmm. one of them had a a bit of an accident I, he, he, no, he's now weaponless and you can interpret that how you like right. um, uh, and when i started painting them i did put paint on them and i then found it kind of pooled and I, it, it wasn't great and then simon said to me oh have you did you wash them so now i have so um I, then I had to sort of scrub the paint off of the toothbrush. It was a bit of an effort, but I've done mm. that and I've started again and the, 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 they're coming quite well. And I've actually even put some of the contrast paints on some of it. And some of the contrast paints are, um, you know, taking quite well on it. Yeah. Um, right. Being Gallic Warriors, sure, I'm not going to try fancy trousers like yours, but, um, you, you know, I mean, subject to that, they, they, they seem quite simple, to quite easy to yeah, paint. Yeah, I mean, because of the filament, I've, I've layer lines. I wasn't yeah. so, I, I didn't, I didn't do try washes on mine. Yeah, no, yeah. but it's, it's yeah. I'm going to, um, I'm, I'm going to have to make some, uh, give them a spear or something and work something out with the one that's broken. But I basically got these 28 <laughs> mil figures for commanders. And I must say, cutting the um, struts off them, I didn't find that difficult or fiddly at all. Uh. 
Um, so I thought that went quite well. They're very light weight-wise, which is obviously good if you were having a whole army of these things. Um, so after my initial misunderstandings with them, I'm certainly in the 28 mil scale, I'm, I'm generally happy with them. I think, yeah, they're pretty good. I mean, um, yeah. I, don't have, I don't have 3D printing. I'm not sure I'm going to go down that route. But if somebody said, here's, here's some of these guys, do what you want with them, I'd say, thank you very much. Yeah, they're quite useful. Um, I'm holding up to the screen. I don't know if you can see it. Um, the uh, figure yeah. I was painting. Yeah. So I've given him a, a sort of a, a, a white uh, hair, hair, you know, the white hair thingy, mm. the, the, the lime in the hair. So that um, yeah. makes that easy. So, yeah, I'll paint his, try to do his eyes, give him a moustache and stuff, make him look a bit Gallic, paint the jewellery on him, and then that's kind of done. Apart from that, I've just been painting little bits and pieces. <clears throat> I, I kit-bashed some uh, light infantry uh, from bits I had left over for um, an army for Brixham, and um, I'm, I'm in the middle of painting those. Uh, so, um, and then I've also two thirds painted some British stuff from Pendraken, which I bought at Selwig. And at Selwig, I bought stuff, then found, of course, when you opened the cupboard, that you've already got some of the stuff you didn't actually need, of course. But of course. there's other things which you forgot to buy. So um, yeah. Simon kindly said he, um, this, this is a, a plug and a shout out here. Um, Simon kindly said he'd, he'd buy some stuff for me if I sent an order through. So I phoned Pendraken and it's, it, their, their website said it's too late to order. You've got to do it a week before. But I spoke to Leon and said, you know, will you have any of this stuff at the show for someone to buy? And he says, uh, we'll, we'll print it for you. And, um, you know, um, okay. we'll cast it for you. This was on Wednesday, I spoke to him, Wednesday hmm. evening. And he already casted it and had it for, for picking up. So that's excellent customer service. What so, a star. Um, sure. Absolutely, yeah. So shout out for Pendraken. Their customer service I found excellent. That's, and That's you know, good, actually, because there are there are so many other Wargaming podcasts which always talk really highly of Pendraken. So now we've got an excuse to join in as well. We're kind well, of I mean, I just believe that you know, people are quick, quick to moan about things. And if somebody does something yeah. good... Um, you know, you should highlight that as well. So, yeah. No, that's grand. Good, 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 good. Excellent. All right. Um, and Peter, I'm I'm guessing you've not done much in the world of painting um, as you've been away and about, but um, I don't um, know. In the region of uh, nothing, uh, nothing, basically, due to being away from work and okay. not wanting to go through multiple airports with uh, various with solvents. Stuff. Fine. Okay, is, all is, right. Is you... painting below the, the radar of a world champion these days? Um, no, I just uh, I've got um, um, different opportunity to do um, some Cold War stuff. I uh, don't know if you want to go on to uh, stuff we bought. And well, let's let's do the let's do the buying thing on the next one. So then, all right. This means war. So for me then, um, last few weeks. So what have I done? I've done. Um, I've nearly finished a dozen of the plastic. What 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 box sets are they there? Um, no, they're from Fireforge. They're Deus Vault range. Because um, I've obviously had those Almugavars for a while. And excuse me, I've done a, a dozen of their military orders Templar knights, which, as far as I can see, are basically generic late feudal early medieval knights um it's a mix of barded and unbarded horses and one of them has got like a big cross thing um religious crossy thing but yeah. um I, I just 
they're nice thick. after buying the amuga bars i was like i'm going to buy some more of these fireforge things because they're they're pretty good um so i've got this four bases of 25 mil plastic nights that are nearly finished i'm just doing the kind of last light washes and things and i've dug out some really old transfers that um I think we're from a set of space marines from about 15 <laughs> years ago. Um, so as long as you don't look too closely, you know, they've got Templar um, you know, crosses on some of them. And then um, some of the other bits and pieces are, are kind of what, you know, herald, heraldic yeah. um, things, which must, which as long as you don't know what they're from, and I've just told everybody they're from something else. And so they're kind of looking all right. I've been doing a few more Almugavars. They're not finished yet. I actually have painted up some 15 mil foot nights which as well as um having a go at the the 3d resin so in the last month i've actually painted some rubbery little figures because these were the foot nights were um corvus belli plastic ones from plastic soldier company and then um the two um heavy infantry whatever they're 28 mil hoplite guys where's it gone there from from this that i've managed to to paint up as well and this was like black spray on the, the the printed ones which were fine um i think the one thing i found was these hoplites have got like a horizontal spear which amazingly didn't break but that's good <coughs> but it was it had a lot of supports on it so the one that's still got a spear the spear looks like it's um i don't know been been left in the um jungle for a while it's just gone slightly moldy or rotten or, or whatever it's it's not clean as a horizontal line so i drilled out one of the hands and put a metal spear in and um, i kind of left the other one for contrast and i've glued them all both together on a base as as kind of commanders i've still got to do a bit more inking on them to to tidy them up but but they're absolutely fine they're they're biggish figures they're quite chunky but this is all about yeah. design it's not about printing or technology you know, you compare them next to a. Um, I've got some. I've got some Victrix hoplites who, honestly, I think in a battle line they would, they would stand up to, sort of all right. But um, but the Victrix guy's got a much smaller head. He's um, and he's just skinnier. So in a shield wall, you might might not see it, but but the helmets and the heads on these ones, which is on the three D prints, which is just the style of them. Um, is kind of more old school metal they don't maybe they the thing is they mix better with old school metals than they do with modern plastic hard plastic kit ones um as well but once they're painted up you know honestly i think it's you can't actually tell the difference between the metal figure the rubber figure or the 3d printed resin or whatever it's called pt ptsd figure or whatever it's called um <laughs> yes. they're just they're just figures aren't they really PLA, i um, think it was wasn't it the hard, hard plastics yeah. or something the like that <laughs> up close i mean like up a really close, close. In the photos you could see you could make yeah. out like where the layer lines are hmm. but but that's blowing up a photo to like, a full screen isn't it sort of everything looks terrible foot away, foot away, foot away holding it a foot yeah. away you can't see them so. no you just can't you just can't so so actually it's just about figure design really isn't it it's do you like the design and how much do they cost and they all cost about the same um they're not within yeah they're not wildly different um at all so so yeah and i did the 15 mil ones as well which 
I think to be fair, I thought they were a little bit um, harder, you know, scaling the detail and on the shields and things down was, but then again, it's a 15 yeah. mil figure. So I kind of squeezed one in, in between some cavalry on a, on a commander's base. And look, it's, it's a bloke hiding behind a shield. And um, yeah. I squeeze one in on a, a commander's base behind two metal figures. And he's a bloke behind two metal figures. Um, yeah. It could be anything really. The, um, what else? I lost one of the shields. Not really anyone else's fault, but mine. Um, but but they're fine. The, the only thing was they don't come. These weren't printed with bases. It was just the feet. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think printing with basing would make them easier to base. These ones I I just glued on with super glue, and it's a commander and it's a fairly light base. But I I think if you were mixing them with other things, that might be a bit of a faff because I I found the feet a bit a bit small to drill because the, yeah, the fire forge oh, hard plastic either 15 mil ones definitely oh 15 mil impossible impossible yeah. but even the 28s i think the these fire forge almugavars you can fairly easily drill a little hole in the bottom of the foot and, and put a pin in it um to pin them into the base a bit more but these other ones i i found the feet were a bit too narrow but again that's design that's not um yeah. That's not something to do with materials or anything like that. It's just it's just kind of much the same as anything else. So, you know, good as really. Um, nice solids. I, I think a whole army of them. I guess there's a variety of poses. Um, but but I think an hour to print, that's that's asking quite a lot. That was quite a big ask of you to, yeah. to do all those. Um, I can see why you might prefer it for the one-off, one-off sci-fi vehicles rather than trying to conjure up a whole army of yeah. Of individual geezers when you can just buy some and get someone to post them to you ready done yeah and so i mean so it's like i've material cost enough yeah. it's more mm. of a i think yeah i the electricity cost running the printer yeah it's probably more than more than that but it's still cheaper than yeah buying, buying a metal metal or plastic yeah. so yeah true 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 Okay. Well, Adam, you've you just returned. You are the second coming. Um, allegedly. Hello. Have you done any um because you missed the last one as well? Have you done any painting or has it been a world of cricket and rugby and sport and stuff? Well, this is this is the embarrassing thing because I have done absolutely no painting. Um wow. I took those PMT figures from Tamsin, fully um, yep. meaning to give them a go, mm-hmm. um, and it didn't quite happen. So I had I made sure I came to this um podcast, not so much to give to the podcast but more as uh, as an attempt to um fire my wargaming juices um <laughs> to actually get back into the swing of things so um, in the um painting type thing i don't really have anything to say apart from um i am going to give the figures a go although i would say i'm talking about different materials and one thing that i meant to ask is vitrix have done their box of roman archers um and it's like mm. half eastern and half western so does anyone fancy going half on the box of them because i need two bases worth and i don't need a whole box so again I, i'm just here to take really and to say um does anyone want to split a box of romans so you were you talking about the vitrix um 25 mil roman archers that's the ones yeah please hold let me see what i, what I purchased at the weekend and we might be able to do a deal <laughs> all right you might do swapsy okay. Right. okay okay 
He's he's just going back into the shelves and having a look then. Yeah. But, yeah, because turning into Mo Ledmans. Right. So you could um oh, that's a big old box, isn't it? Yeah. Are those Victrix Roman archers? I thought you were buying Greeks at the weekend, Simon. You've not bought some Roman archers, have you? As well. Got loads. He's got them. My God. So you can swap half and half then. Yeah, that'd be lovely. I'll um Simon, I'll get my people to speak to your people and we'll uh, sort something out, yeah? Absolutely, yeah. Because I am, um, <clears throat> um, you know, getting into the what did we purchase at uh, mm. Warfare, I am... Um, well, let's, purchase- let's, let's have a musical interlude and then we'll come back with what you purchased at Warla- Warfare. This means war. So then, where should we start with what you purchased at recent shows? It's um, looking around the screen. I know someone who's keen to talk. It's that man who's older than he was, Mr. Plastic Tank Owner, Mr. Lee Ray Mayer. Well, hey. Did by any chance you buy any plastic archers? <laughs> I did. Um, I seem to be talking to some random guy at, um, at Warfare about different armies and, and options and alternatives. And um looking at all the various 25 mil um, proper armies like Romans and Greeks and all that. So I've done Romans before. I've not done Greeks. So all of a sudden I f- found myself purchasing a bunch of um, <coughs> Vitrix, um, Hoplites, Phalangites, Companions, Cataphracts. And um, needed some needed some Bowmen. So I um, got the early Imperial Romans. For the uh, the archers, because let's face it, at the end of the day, a bowman's a bowman in the period, and I just paint them differently. So, yeah. and um, so yeah, so um, that's, that'll keep me amused for a few hours. So, how many Victrix packs did you buy at Warfare? Or there is someone All listening in on you? All of them, <laughs> <laughs> everyone. I think, I think yeah, I bought I think about... the answer is yes. Yeah, yes. So I bought. So we we started off with the. On a box of unarmored uh, random Greeks and all that to give me all the options for. Uh, yeah, that's the starter, isn't it? Because there's like 60 figures in that or something, isn't it? And it yeah, gives you all your peltas and things. Does Rachel yeah. know how much stuff she's actually bought you without realizing? Yes, well, let's, let's, let's not talk about that too loudly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this gives me like 56 um, figures with a mixture of hoplites and archers. <clears throat> so, I got that. And um, Look at the box here, it just doesn't give me enough to actually do Bowman and Lightfoot, so I needed some more Bowman. And then I got some of the, the, the companions and all the other stuff. I got went to so there's Brick- the big box, there's the companions, then yeah, yeah, the and there's a Beast. box of cataphracts from late rope from Gripping Beast, yeah, because you can never, never have return of those. And then, um, you're rude not to. I then also went to the um, to Gripping Beast for. Some general figures. So I've got a, um, a variety of the, the ones like um, sat the, the random generals. So there's a um, successor warlord mounted, you know, a guy on a horse waving a big sword, always a good start. Then there's the foot version of it. So um, mm-hmm. quite a few options in there. So sort of trying to give me. Wait, how many armies? How many armies are you hoping to get out of this? Probably about three or four. So I'm aiming to be able to do like, you know, um, uh, Seleucid, Tol- uh, potentially Ptolemaic. Um, 
the various Greek other Greek armies and stuff like that with the pikemen options and all that. So probably about three or four different options because I can use my Chinese. I've got the Indian ally from my Chinese, so you know Indians and elephants, and I've got the spare elephants from them. Battery. Gets the Greco battery end, doesn't it? Yeah. So yep. um, it gives me a, a plethora of choice, which is always quite good with the twenty-five mil army that you could sort of. Part of the idea of going Greeks was to give us something that can really morph around and try different styles of the, um, you know, the um, the Thracians, the Turner Choppers, the Elephant, then you know, some Javelmen, some Pikemen, and all stuff that I haven't done before. So uh, that should keep just in how they just in how they're depicted. Are you worrying about whether the flying giants are wearing the little dresses or the effeminate trousers, or are you going with it doesn't matter? I'm going with it doesn't matter because um, okay. at the end of the day, a guy with a pike is a guy with a pike. And, um, you know, this army has pike and tomorrow might have shield, a spear. So I might try to, uh, I was just trying to get an idea, Tim, of what uh, metal spear you've used because I might try to get a, like a midway point of a bit longer than spearman, but not as long as a full size pike. So that you can sort of get yeah. away. Today it's a spearman, tomorrow it's a pikeman. Yeah, I, think, I think I've got a how long are these ones? Um, he says trying to see if I've got a ruler on this. Um, oh, here it goes. So these ones I've got are um, are a hundred mil, which are piped probably, and then I cut them down for spears because okay. I've ended up with quite a lot of them. But I think with metal spears, it's almost a case of looking how much they cost because yeah. they seem to be wildly different prices from different people. And, yeah. Um, you know, so you kind of make do with what you want. It's, sometimes it's cheaper to buy the long ones and cut them down. Okay. And I've not managed to find a broom bristle, plastic broom bristle that I'm confident enough is that I could buy a broom head off eBay and be confident that the bristle length is more than 100 mil. Yeah. Um, so otherwise I'd do that. But otherwise I could see myself buying a lot of broom heads off <laughs> eBay for small amounts of money and then having um, a Before lot of broom, broom heads yeah. at home. Or you, could, or you could just go to B&Q. I could just okay. go to B&Q, but that's, you know, it's braining outside at the moment. And um, yeah, and I'd, I'd be walking around B&Q with a metal ruler going, well, is that you know, is it 90, 90 mil, whatever? That could be a thing. Um, so, all right. So you bought a load of plastic stuff then. Did you buy anything? at? Um, well, there's more, more metal commanders as well. Um, and did you buy anything at Selwig as well? Or At Selwig, I bought a grand total of about 10 quid worth of MDF bases. Okay, so getting ready for when you bought the plastic figures to go on top of them. Yeah, I think it was, it was more of um, Selwick has really become, or especially for this year, Selwick was really um, fantasy and 40K with MDF terrain and all that. There wasn't much in the way historicals, where warfare was very, very heavy on the historicals. And um, um, so that's really obviously where my spend was. I did have to resist in the uh, warfare. There was a couple of people selling some very nice 25 mil Renaissance armies, and I could hear the credit cards screaming in pain as you walk past the, the these beautiful mm. lead cuirassiers and all that. You go, hmm. Yeah, there was. They look like some new companies actually at Warfare this year that I'd not seen before. A fair, a fair few. Yeah, so. there was a couple of new ones who had some really, really nice ranges, and um, mm. yeah. But yeah, the, yeah I'm going with the plastics for the moment because I don't think I'll be able three, four hundred quid for an army no, this week. No, not that. No, and, and Peter, you stepped off the plane and um, and went to warfare. Then did you did you spend anything when you were there, or um, did you manage um, to resist, or just just spending on the um, sausage rolls? I uh, I 
resisted the sausage rolls um, due to the fact that I spent my time finding a new Cold War army. So uh, I invested in Cold War Commander 2, and Mm -hmm. with the help of the uh, now older colleague on the podcast, uh, Mm -hmm. went uh, over to Heroic and wrote and said, uh, fill me up, and uh, basically bought a whole army. Um, So... Uh, Simon so what were they? Brits, like, Germans, what, uh, Russians, uh, Americans. So Americans. Americans. Can I just pull you back there, Peter? I need to pull you. Yeah. Did you say heroic and row? Yeah. You really are he, the posh bloke on the. Podcast. He is pretty posh. Isn't he? I, I was going to pick yeah. up on that a bit later on because I thought I thought exactly the same. Heroics and row. Yeah. You know, yeah. did, as you, you did, you travel through Clam to get to Ferrara. Oh. <laughs> Maybe you get them home and put them in your microwave. Just until well, they go ping, if you need to melt them. Well, the good news is they've got all the stuff. So I've got uh, the American Army, and also hopefully I've got the LAVs for doing the Marines mm. as well. So the Heroics um, and Ross, as we know them, um, yeah. are a, a lovely Ross, company. Not Rose. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Heroics and Ross. Heroic. I does, think does it's Row now. It's Row now. You know, know, we come up with that those factors. Yeah. Well, the funny bit is uh, my first ever. Uh, non-fantasy miniatures were from them uh, way back when I was about 14. Before you learned to speak French, I, right? Yeah, well, <laughs> back then it was before <laughs> I learned to speak English as I was living in Yorkshire. <laughs> uh, but basically, um, I, I got like World War II stuff from them. And so mm-hmm. it was a sort of going down history lane, going along and buying a load of uh, was it, miniature was it, stuff, which World I'm War cleaning it now. Back then or something. Yeah, World War yeah it was pretty yeah. good. Um, okay, but yeah, so I've got a whole army to um, mm. paint up uh, and clean up. So I'm just cleaning them up now. Um, but um, just fancied uh, trying something radically different away from the 15 mil to have a break. I'm uh, doing some of the Cold War stuff, Cold War Commander Two, because the update came out and sort of done sort of like uh, Simon. It's sort of like 1980s, uh, early, you know, mm. basically. Yeah, so that um, gives you that does give you the choice with Americans of either going with roughly going with the plain green or going with the three tone MERDC camouflage scheme. That's <clears throat> which one are you going to go th- with, Peter? Well, gold. let me think. <laughs> yeah. All um, gold. Well, All there's gold. always the desert one, yeah, but no, yeah, that's I, true. It's, it's well, it, it's basically the reason why I went for these is um one of the first books I read around this sort of stuff was Team Yankee. So mm-hmm. I've got to go for the green uh, right. just because I read the book and I reread the book w- when I was traveling. So it was like, ah, oh, I, I just really fancied um, doing that again. So um, it's going to be uh, sprayed green, but uh, I've been looking at some of the highlights and uh, how I'd actually do it to make it pop a little bit so it doesn't um, um, look a bit flat. But um, at this scale, just you know, probably green and then a wash would probably pick out most of it. Um, we were looking at sort of decals and things like that, weren't we, Simon? who we was suggesting a couple of things. But looking forward to giving it a go, you know, different mm. range, different yeah. rules, just have a break from uh, uh, doing chariots and things like that. And I guess and the that- big challenge with, with tanks, the big question, which other Wargame podcasts can get, you know, months of content out of, basing or no basing? 
well, uh, with my learned colleague, uh, it said basing, just because um, then it's a lot easier just to get them all based and uh, get them all moving around, picking them up and everything else. Uh, and the way I throw things about, they've got to be based because otherwise it won't survive me. Yeah, and they may be tanks, <laughs> but they're not feeder proof. <laughs> yeah, all right. Okay, then you, you give them more of a rough handling than the um, Russian army, by the sounds of it. Well, I, I managed to drop them a lot. Um, so, yeah, yeah I, I'm home. looking forward to it. <laughs> okay, all right, good. And then, um, Tamsin, have you been doing any? Because you, you came to Sunwick, uh, yeah, obviously. Oh, Anything you. Yeah, I was at Selwick. I was at Selwick, did a bit of shopping. Bought a few, few figures, not, ma- not many. So. Blisters. Oh, okay. A few blisters. A few blisters and another Judge Dredd minis oh, pack. Oh, okay. Right, okay. Some foam trays, some paints, and... A big lump of purple resin? No, um... stack of MDF. Oh, right. Buildings right. or just MDF? Buildings. Buildings, Okay. So the smell yeah, of um, burnt wood be, will be... Yeah, planning either basic Adobe buildings, but the plan is... So 3D printed loads of, loads of sci-fi details like doors, right. windows, and such like. Okay. Greebly stuff to go on walls. And plan is that I'll, I'll be doing those up with those. Okay. Right, so so you're, you're upgrading the cheapest... You're upgrading the cheapest possible buildings with... 3D printed accessories. Yeah. Proper wargaming stuff. Excellent. Good. Um, Dave, did you you so that's two shows that you've been to as well as part of the, the gaming kind of world? Um what what did you buy at, at those two? Selweg didn't do so much of the shopping because it wasn't very, well, it was, there's plenty of 25 millimeter ancients, but not really what I do. Um, what I, Selweg, I bought a couple of camps. One sort of an Egyptian mummy and a, okay. an Aztec um, sacrificial site of some sort of thing, mm-hmm. which I still thought got to be painted up. Uh, a few brushes I bought at Selweg that, ABC brushes guy, he's quite good. He's yeah. quite a wide yeah. variety of stuff. Quite like his stuff. I like his model painter dry brush. They're quite good. Um, but warfare, <laughs> since the gaming wasn't going so well, I've topped up on <laughs> cattles because that's what was thrashing me. Right. <laughs> Trying to get them into the last of game. Drawer of camels, whether they be impetuous or just normal camels or shooty camels. And I sort of, when I was on the camel theme, I bought a packet of cataphract camels just to keep the other camels in business. So that would be the whole lot then. But so yeah. you had to say they were giving you the hump then? Oh, they were. Good. Yeah, I, the bloody camels were. Annoying. Andy, your your voice has changed. It's like. <laughs> yeah, I've been practicing sounding like Peter. Yeah. Peter, Yeah, sorry. Beg your pardon. I visited Colonel Bells because they're always good to go through there. I don't know if they're second-hand figures or su- figures that yeah, I think they are. Yeah, yeah. So I got, I managed to get four Neo Assyrian four-horse chariots 
and uh, two of them are nine pound fifty each. Well, so two chariots nine fifty is actually a bargain considering they're yeah. six pound seventy five each now. Excellent! You've saved a fortune. And I've got twelve heavy cavalry for nine pound fifty, which is super duper mm, cheap. That's not bad. Yeah, it's really that good. That is good. Yeah. So, Brilliant. big shout out for uh, Colonel Bills. Worth going and having a browse through their nonsense boxes. Yeah. Ah, good. Yeah. Good, 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 good. Good guys to chat to as well. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're Stu's, nice Stu's, in the guys. Stu's nice guys. And I have yeah, to say, yeah, the exactly. Forging Battle guys see me coming, and they're very nice people. They are very nice. <laughs> when they see you coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're they're like, they, they, they start rubbing their hands together when they see <laughs> you. They smell the credit card. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's good. Good. Well, I think at, um, at Selwig myself, um, I bought I bought those dozen knights, the, the Fireforge ones in plastic. And then so I picked up a box set of the um, Corvus Belli. It was 100 Years War French Army, that plastic rubber yeah. stuff that normally costs about 40 quid. And it was on the bring and buy. So someone had obviously got it or won it and, and didn't fancy it. And it was on the bring and buy for a tenner. So I thought, well, okay. for a tenner... <laughs> I'll, I'll give it a go. So even uh, um, even the figures I painted up are, are all good. I've got means I've got a load of because um, I do want some of the cavalry, but um, I've got a load of infantry, pavisiers, and crossbowmen who um, who are fine. They're um, nicely detailed little figures. I I did find the plastic is soft, so when you're trying to yeah. cut the mold lines off them or scrape the mold lines off them, it is you, it's really easy to cut into the figure. I, scraping it i you can't scrape you almost can't scrape it off it almost doesn't really scraping work it doesn't but, work properly i you like you can actually delaminate yeah and I've, I've, but these, these are clean sorry i told you my mold lines on plastic figures it involves a paper clip and a lighter or a tea light get a paper clip and fold mm. out one of the sort of like fold out the prongs so it's sticking out mm. and the curly bits the handle mm. you heat it up on the tea light yeah. and then yeah. you just run it across the mold line and it melts off but it, it makes it sound like you're torturing work. the figure no it's it's just it, it well, works it's, it's yeah. far better than trying to start off just i one upgrade suggestion on that wine cork yeah. wine cork paper click through that so even more so. Yeah, I've never sort of like where there's the metal in the curly bit. I've never had it sort of like the heat go okay. so reach that, that far. Okay, and is that with hard plastic figures, Adam? You're saying? Um, yeah, well, airfixy ones. Um, airfixy ones is the ones that I used it for. The hard, okay. no, to be fair, the hard plastic ones I haven't tried because I have used a scalpel or a Stanley, and it comes off yeah. lovely with that. But the soft plastic ones are. Okay. Ones, um, it works perfectly. Yeah, yeah. So, so these um these ex Corvus Belli Hundred Years War, they're um they're really nicely clean little figures, but they do have that mold line down the top of the helmet. And I think when I was trying to tidy up some of the flash on some of the horses, I actually ended up cutting some of the horses' legs because it's so easy to do. Yeah. Um, and the um the crossbows are separate, which seems a bit weird for for these little figures but then i guess they'd be difficult to cast so if if anybody wants some crossbows and um these guys um i can dish them up because i've got more than more than enough of those and i'm i'm painting up some of the the knights and the, the foot knights because you know they don't really 
notice any mold lines on those you just paint them black dry brush them and and they're in a blob of geezers and they're they're cute little figures really they're kind of nice so that was at at Selwig and then um, when you get those um when you get them painted up it'd be interesting because I've got the original metal ones from Paul Vespello so it'd be interesting to see them to see um how similar or unsimilar I think they're exactly the same they are the same figures it's just Uh once they're painted it just sort of disappears doesn't it the difference um I think um and um, what else did I just say? Then at, at last weekend at um, Warfare, which was really busy um, for the new venue, I thought it, it did really, really well. Um, definitely busier than last year at Freezing Cold Ascot, because although it was, it did feel a bit cramped around the trade show area. I think hopefully they maybe they need bigger aisles or something next year. Huge amount of space for gaming. But um, so what? What else did I buy there? Yeah, I bought another um, i bought a box of those cataphracts the new gripping beast set of something cataphracts i can't remember which ones it is because for my um uh, successor Parthian. army we'll have some cataphracts as well I think the new um, gripping beast ones is parthians maybe it is i might have bought the roman ones actually but i i just wanted a set of cataphracts for my plastic successor army which i'm going to paint up at some time which i'm slowly painting as well um and then i bought um a, a couple of other bits and pieces which I'm just trying to remember what it was. Yeah, I bought some um, more plastic sets to use as prizes for Brixham, which is coming up in about two or three weeks. Um, I realised that I've got some fabulous, goppingly awful Brixham trophies to match the fabulously goppingly awful Brixham trophies from last year. I think I've gone up a step in in how horrible they actually are. Um, I would be... find that very hard to believe. Well, let's hang on. Yeah, Dave's waving one there. I Don't say what it is. I'll wave it to you and you can just tell us all in, in a verbal reaction where is it um yeah. what about this oh look at that look, yeah, that's got a plaque on it it's got that's where it's a crab in there it? there's a crab in there it even says there's a dice there as well Ooh. it's all Ooh. there's actually a dice in it it's amazing look dice. i think we need to tell the uh, listening audience that it is actually yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm going to bleep that out, Adam. I'm not that not out. Tim has, has caught crabs. You'll be swamped with new entries for, for Brixham, Tim. You realise that? Yes, exactly. I could be. So there's first and second place trophies like that, but there will also be some um, some proper some, some nonsense, um, yeah, free right. plastic stuff as well that goes with it. So yeah. that's all good. Um, so, yeah, that, that was kind of my main bit of purchasing um, over there. So I think that's it. And then I'm uh, just trying to look. Andy, what about your shopping exploits? Uh, Pendraken stuff, uh, some some vehicles which uh, Tib, uh, Simon uh, collected for me, the ones I gave the shout out for, and mm. the infantry at Selwood, which I then realised I didn't actually need, but hey, I've got it, so what the heck. And yeah. in the bring and buy at Selwood, I picked up the basic set of Black Seas, the the okay. um, the one that you... Black sails, yeah. Black sails, yeah. Or black seas. No, it is black seas. Black seas, yeah. Black seas, yeah. So that's the one with the frigates and the um. I guess got three frigates and three brigs or something. Six brigs, yeah. Yeah. So at some stage, I'll I'll be looking at painting. Swearing about rigging. That's what you'll be doing. Probably, yeah. Swearing about rigging. That's right. Yeah. For months on end. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's good. Wife of the high seas. And sort of finally, Adam, did you pick anything up at Selwig after your massive hiatus from painting and, and doing cricket? I didn't. And to actually echo what um, a couple of people said, I tried. I went with a budget and I thought, right, I'm going to buy some shit mm. and buy some stuff and sort of like get get into it again. But I sort of like what, looked around and there was nothing that 
grabbed me, which was hmm. I don't which I, I found a little bit odd because usually like, you can buy something even if it's a bit of terrain. But it was yeah. like I I was almost like I'll get a book for the sake of getting a book, and so no, yeah. no, I didn't, even though I did make I, that effort. I mean, I echo I think what you were saying earlier, Tim. Warfare was very well set out. There was a lot of stuff there. I could have happily spent... I felt at Warfare there was a lot of new companies that I'd never seen before doing stuff I might actually be interested in. You know, there was a couple of 10 mil... It was like... There are companies who print things. There are quite a lot of companies who print things, but on a commercial scale as well. Yeah, I even invested in some brushes to do some dry brush. Yeah, Yeah, and there was a lot of stuff. Essex have always attended Warfare. I've always... And I've always thought Warfare at Reading was probably the best market of any of the war game shows. There, there were some nice terrain manufacturers as well, sort of like um, doing the MDF kits as well. So, mm. um, so you know, uh, so like, as you're saying, gave me ideas for doing more stuff or slightly different stuff as well. So um, I thought it was a very good show for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. historical, definitely. You know how you were saying about there was uh, some new traders there who were doing stuff on a commercial scale. There was yeah. a company whose name escapes me, and um, annoyingly they're not on the the, the traders map for the for the venue. Mm. They're in one. They were in the, the, the discovery hall, you know, where the, the bring and buy was. Yeah. And they were um, just it looks like like a small trader, and they had a whole series of quite nice range of twenty five mil figures. So they had um. Seven, seven years war, but just some interesting figures. They had a whole bunch of pirates, so like you know, um, Blackbeard and all that. So oh, you always, the, what the res the resin printed ones? Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, yeah. That no, that's the, Black Scorpion. If it's pirates, yeah, Black Scorpion. I've got some. Black Scorpion. It's really they do nice. single figures. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Because I was um, I was very really tempted because they had a whole bunch of um, what do you call it, um, mm. a bunch of Vikings, but they had a bunch of random. F- renaissance seven years war figures like you know, assassins and other people who just looked quite cute and see they'll be a bit random just to have a, a bit into the um just random figures in, in armies just for the sake of it just yeah gratuitous figures they look really really nice i was very tempted to buy a few of them because they were they also had um dave and i saw them they had a uh, some guy on a, t- on a turtle and a snail as like a um uh, as yeah, mountain that just took my fancy Oh, I yeah, I've I've seen seen the bits about that company that do all the sort of, I I medieval marginalia. Okay, bits. all right, <laughs> marginalia. Uh, a new That's phrase. A good word. That is definitely a good word. Uh, it's, okay, like the illustrated manuscripts. Right. Oh, I see. You, yes, the silly bits that you see in margins yeah. where someone gets killed by a rabbit and eating a yeah. snail or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, look, that's a good note to um, to end the shopping section on them, really, doesn't it? This means war. As well as painting and shopping, we've actually done some playing, and um, we've had two big tournaments since the last one we've had the bhgs teams at selwig and we've had the the couple of singles things at warfare and um let's start with someone with a glum face uh, mr saunders how, how did yeah. those go for you uh, the best glossed over or um BHGS. which, which yeah. armies did you bhgs was pretty bad okay which army did you take and how badly did it go i've forgotten um okay that's good 
I think I did better. No, I don't know, actually. No, I don't know. Our team was pretty rubbish at that. Yeah. And Manchester was all right. Oh, God, we went to Manchester as well. Yes, that's true. You were using Mithridatic, Dave. What, what? Is either Mithridatic or Ptolemaic? Mithridatic, you use. Oh, that's right. I, I, yeah, that's right. I was in a team with Simon and Gavin. And Gavin, put, Gavin and me put both put in army lists for the same competition. So I changed my list at the very last minute and put a Mithridatic list. I enjoyed playing with it, but it was pretty naff and we got tanked. Manchester right. was pretty good. I could have done very well, but I lost to Rob Taylor. Um, and his long and that was bike. freezing up in that hall in Eccles, wasn't it? it? Oh, my God. That was a very good weekend. We enjoyed that. Yeah, that uh, warfare, the biblical. I like warfare. I like warfare a lot, and I like biblical a lot, but I've struggled with this biblical competition this year. I've, I mean, I've tried Libyan, Neo-Babylonian, and Ugarit, and the Ugarit came a cropper, but mainly to camels. Right, I'm okay. I'm a bit annoyed with the rules with camels. So that's why you painted up a load of camels. Okay, well, then. I can't beat them, join them. Right, okay. Well, Peter, then you you missed um, Selwig, I think, but then you played in in warfare in biblical world. What what army did you take, and how did your five games go? Um, it, it went okay. It, it wasn't the best. Um, basically, I just just came a cropper. I just hadn't had time to practice for the army, so. Uh, I had the uh, Chinese, um, and uh, I was like, I, I felt a bit um, one chariot short and one chariot too many at times um, with the way the uh, terrain landed. So um, uh, I went up against the uh, Rafa's mythical sort of like um, chariots that seemed to go straight through everything like a knife through knife through butter uh, on Sunday morning. Um, but yeah, it, I enjoyed it, but. I, I think I'm with Dave on this. I forgot to find a biblical army I kind of really bond with. Um, I think I'm going to try and do Assyrians because that's the only one I haven't, you know, of the major ones tried yet. Um, because I've got to try something that's a bit more uh, going forward. I I'm not good at sitting back with stuff. So, um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I had a good few games. Um, you know, it was nice in warfare. There's lots of space and everything else. Um, it's just getting back in the flow of things. Mm. Okay, and um, Andy, you did you do the teams at Selwig, so you were part of a yes, team. Yes, we, with... we went we went from um, last to second our team, which was rather good. Yes, because um, you've done the teams in um, Milton Keynes, haven't you? And, and that's right. Yeah, the same, well same, same yeah. players, and we've just um, instead of being utter disaster, we all had at least one win, which was good. Um, and my Thracians fortunately proved uh, unbeaten the whole weekend, which is the best I've ever done. And the Thracians. What was the Thracian period then? What was what was the period for the Thracians? That was the um, that that was what Marius did next. Okay, so it's Marian right. So there were no cataphracts around then. Is that the there secret? were because um, ha oh, ha Howard had um, Parthian didn't Parthian true. Okay. I, I nearly beat them. Right. Okay, but you didn't come across too many other ones. Uh, no, David a few in his army, and um, I think Daryl did as well. Okay, because that was my nemesis when I used Thracians about a year or so ago. Um, yeah. that, that just didn't really cut it. Okay, Andrew did <coughs> well with his um ambushes and hiding things with the Thracian army, and it worked to, that worked a treat. Used the train and jumped out. Okay, yeah, but Adam, your um, your expedition in Selwig in the 28 mil 
has to have an elephant, period. That was really good. It's not my first competition in almost a year. And um, won three games and drew one. And that was obviously drew due to um, the skill of the player rather than an excellent army design. Um, I thought it was a very excellent army design, yeah, personally speaking, as as your teammate. But the victories were mainly due to the skill of the player because where I'd say that whoever designed the army did a lot, contributed a lot, really. But yeah, you know, we can Um, can agree to disagree. I mean, it must be due to the skill because where I hadn't even played a game of ADLG in nearly a year, it must be my uh. My, my, my brilliant play. Must be, so must that be, must good. be, yeah. No, I, th- um, I think Tim well, maybe designed the army to be idiot-proof. Was that it? <laughs> I, I'm just going to ignore that comment, actually. Yeah. Although I would say about that competition that there's... Because um, I won three games and drew one. Mm-hmm. And that there's a term, that, um, a term that's used in cricket for um, when, um, when one player's doing well and the other people in the team aren't. Um, and it's um, any fucking danger, mate. Because uh, any danger, guys, because um, I was let down by my team quite badly, I feel, there on that one. Okay. Well, I, I, I seem to remember winning. I think I won three and lost two in that one. Um, and then managed to oh, win. Oh, sorry, yeah, I won four and drew one. Oh, you won four and drew one. Okay, then. Right. So you were undefeated. You the, uh... I'm pretty sure I tonked you then. No, you didn't. I tonked you, mate. No, no, I'm sure it's part of the marketing and um, uh, the official press release I beat you. Leroy, I think you'll find that I took you down to Funky Town and I did um, did the business on you. This is moving into another type of podcast now, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Which will be available on OnlyFans. Yes, exactly. Drawing one is winning competition level skills. It would be something like that. Ignoring that, what I would say is I haven't been to a competition in almost a year and I'd missed it. I, I loved it. It was a really good competition and it is a really good way to spend a weekend. So I ne- mm. really need to try to do more. No, good, yeah. good, good, good. I'm just trying. So just actually, I've got the results here. So um, I'm looking for, where's it gone? Eight, five, seven. So that was a null draw. I've got it down as. So there you go. That was the draw, Simon. I think against Adam. So there we are. Um, no, corrections. It's like, the, it's like the Guardian. Um, we do corrections in real time. So um, what did I do? So, yes, at the Selwig teams, I had a two elephant army, which I think won three and lost two um, in the two elephants competition. One was really, really close. I think it came down to the last last roll of dice against um, Steve Nice. And then I got absolutely run over in um, very, very short time by um, Harrison's um timurid army who who just ran up charged into me and and it just i took all my stuff off and it was kind of not very good at all and then we went up to manchester and i used the later hungarians a lockdown painted army from from the beginning of lockdown i think i was starting to paint them when covid happened i'd never used them as later hungarians um and managed to um the guy yeah it was three games wasn't it um yeah just trying to think how that, that panned it. I definitely won two of them, um, and I came second overall. So I might have won three, um, quite possibly. Um, maybe one time down. I'll, I'll have to have another. Did you go to black oh. army war wagony full on? Yeah, yeah. I went black army. I went black army with a war wagon on one flank to just kind of refuse people, and then pile down the middle with. I had two commands of nine units each. All of those units were different. 
which was a list checker's nightmare. Uh, it was just, and the, the last command had four units, but sadly two of them were the same. I didn't quite manage to get all the commands with everything different, but it makes the spreadsheet really, really big. You have to like turn the screen the other way around to see it and stuff. So that was grand. And um, it's fun. And I think last game I played uh, Kevin and he attacked my war wagon with a foot knight. Um, and over the course of the game, I killed it um, and took no bits myself. So it's like, yes, the little blokes, um, the Peter Pig man being rude at the front of the war wagon, giving it the finger, was absolutely doing his job in um, in spades, really. <laughs> and then um, at, um, at Warfare last weekend, I took the Mycenaeans with a new version of the list with much better than the last time I took it with minimum chariots, three very vanilla commands of four spearmen and two bowmen and um achilles leading the myrmidians personally by hand um and won the first four games quite comprehensively um yeah that camel army dave that gave you trouble no um beat, beat richard case in the the fourth round ended up playing rafa in the last round and um as as peter found as well his chariots charged into my spearmen and um Having all weekend, having been come out very much the proper, the better end of that matchup, um, they just went straight through me, and it was just skittled out, which was really rather painful. So, so I think I, I ended up coming second anyway in that one um, with four wins and a defeat. But, but it was looking so good for a while, and then and it was looking really bad. Um, but it probably means it's my turn to beat him in Alicante, so so that will be fine. Something to look forward to, but um. But I think that just takes us to um, Simon, the man who can't quite remember his results from a while ago. But um, but yeah, tell it, talk us through yours. So um, like everybody else, I did uh, um, Britcon, the Selwig and Warfare. So Britcon, so in all, all three of those competitions, I was in the 25 mil period. <clears throat> so Britcon, scaringly, I won, it, won, won the competition with my free company. Mm-hmm. Which was which was quite impressive, especially when we did the countback, and I managed to win the competition by a single point. Way that's what you call that's economy of effort. Absolutely. So, um, Ian Speed and I had a um the, the final game of um sheer abject violence, carnage, mm. and in uh, Manchester, which was sorry, um, Britcon, which is quite enjoyable. I then made up for it at Selwig by getting absolutely mullered. Um, so I think I managed to come out cost neutral with either one or two wins, two very big defeats, and the um, the draw against um, Adam. So um, no, I beat him. Yep, and that was with my um, <laughs> that was with my um, Warring States Chinese who are now Yuan Chinese because it was um, the period where you needed an elephant. Mm-hmm. And then um, we at Warfare the the Chinese came back as Warring States Chinese, and. Scaringly won with a convincing four big wins and a winning draw. So, um, Impact Swordsman and the Impact um, Chariots decided let's be ultra aggressive and especially against the mounted armies where they had um, elephants. And against Ian and I had our um, um, what seems to be now um, regular squabble. Um, he had his mass Kushan army of mass mount and all that. In turn one, I was at his four UD going, Hi. I'm here with Impact Swordsman, trying to maneuver We're now. We're attacking. We're doing it. Yep. Um, and proceeded to do my best to push his half his army off the table. So um, that was quite impressive. And um, 
So, which means I'm going, I'm guessing that in my next competition, I am going to get absolutely tonked and come out with like five pluses. <laughs> That's probably the answer, isn't it? That's probably the yeah. secret. Good. All right. Well, look, on in terms of getting absolutely tonked, I think um, you know, Peter, um, we're we're back to heroics and row, and I can hear the French music coming. There it was, the music Francais, um, after Simon told us about being Tonkhead and um, that our own heroics and row hero, uh, Mr. Quizmaster Finkel, run us through what we were talking about. If this quiz is linked to the news cycle, nobody will even remember what you were talking about five weeks no, ago. It's just tried, a different no, okay. world, wasn't well, the it? Well, the last one was called Good King Charles, and okay. uh, there were three questions. Yeah. The first one was... Which country's King Charles XII suffered a major defeat at Poltava in modern-day Ukraine in 1709 and was detained for three years by the Ottoman Sultans? Sweden. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, 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 imagine imagine so being detained by the exile. Imagine what? being detained by the Ottoman Sultans. Oof. Yeah. He went into exile. Well, well it was kind of detained in, in, in Turkey rather than being detained as such. I don't think that's going to disqualify kind of the question. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Question two. Next one. After the Vikings in the, 90, in the 9th century captured Paris, which Carolingian king had to pay them a ransom to get them to hand back Paris? Was it Charles the Bald, Charles the Simple, or Charles the Fat? Fat. Yep. Fat. Proper war gamer. Yep. Right. Which nation Europe, carried Europe, right, Europe. number three? Which nation carried the Royal Navy warship Royal Charles? So I captured the Royal Navy warship Royal Charles and turned it into tourist attraction in their home country. Netherlands. Yep. Da -da -da. Seb on, bring on the music. Music party, Andy, hit us with this week's questions. Right. Well, this one is about invaders of Great Britain, thanks to our um, Home Secretary banging on about that the last couple of weeks. Question I, one. Very good to not mention the name because it might be out of date by the time um, the quiz question comes Indeed, around. Indeed, well, yeah. it could all change. No, I think it's the Justice Secretary who's about to be given the boot, isn't it? Anyway, um, invaders of Great yeah. Britain. Question one. Which invading forces leader's soothsayer drowned when his ship sank? Causing the leader to say that if the soothsayer couldn't see his own doom, he was no great loss. I think I know the answer to that. And it's okay. one of Julius Caesar, Emperor Claudius, or William the Conqueror. Question two Which Viking leader needed 300 ships to transport his army to Britain, but only 24 to take the survivors home? Definitely know the answer to that one. All right, well, I won't give you the choices then. Right. Question three. Which of these ports was not the landing point for an invader who later became King of England? Milford Haven, Hull or Brixham? Oh, good mention for Brixham Ooh. there. Yeah, Thank that's right. Right. That okay. Be. Good. Thank you. Let's put cue the music. Well, look, we're in. We're into the final, um, final straight um, now, and I guess it's what have you got coming up? And I think, you know, Adam, you're the man with 
with news, exciting news. Um, oh, yes, exciting news. Um, Beachhead is, I believe, the 11th and 12th of February. Um, and I can officially announce that the um, periods for the 15 meals will, will be um, anything between before 539 BC. So it's Bronze Age charity type thing. Charity. Oh, no, not again. Uh, again, not well, last time I did... <laughs> Last time I did heavy metal, so it's not until February. I was yeah. thinking of going just <laughs> Bronze Age, so you could have the two horse chariots without all the sort of like later ones getting involved, because nah, that would be no. very different type games. But I don't think there's enough um, armies right, around. Yeah. I'm coming and I'm bringing the Hebrews. Just don't That's allow good. camels. <laughs> no, it's just anything for five three nine. Oh, hang on uh, a minute, I've got two bags minutes. of camels. I can paint them up. Yeah, you can do Brilliant. a tour army or something. Yeah, do a new army. You'll be good. Beachhead yep. is where? Bournemouth. Bournemouth. Yes, Bournemouth. Oh, sorry. Bournemouth, as they call it. Um, <laughs> Bournemouth. It's, it's, no, it's, it's, Bournemouth. it's slowly gone over to the south, you know. Peter, as far as you're concerned, it's Bouche de Bourne. La Bouche de Bourne. Bourne. Yes. Right. And what about the big um, toys? Big toys, um, I've gone with um, actually anything but before 31 BC um, on the grounds that I think Bronze Age biblical stuff is less popular than 25 mil so to it make is, sure as yeah. many people that want to come as can come um, doing the proper big boys toys um, it's going to be sort of like classical and Bronze Age and um, bring what you want um, and have at it really so that's Are the tickets on sale already on the Beachhead site by the time Absolutely. that this podcast comes out they should be they should be. I'm so I'm, I'm going to confidently say yes there yes. on that one. Do, do we get them and from Entoyment or where do we get them from? Oh, oh yeah, if you go, um, it's on the Entoyment website. There's a Beachhead tickets link. So if you just type um, Beachhead 2023 into yeah. Google or Entoyment, it will take you where to, to where you need to be. Yep. Good. Good. That's all good. Yes, the Beachhead Show. Beachheadshow.co.uk or Entoyment.co.uk. Uh, Look at that. That's all good. And we've got Brixham. And we've got Brixham as well, which is currently running at 38 players with um, wow. 24 in 15 mil and whatever that was, um, 14 in, in 25 mil, which is a flip from last year. But we've got a whole set of things. And, and you know, the big news there is I've, um, I've arranged for an ACDC tribute band to play in the local town hall on Friday night, which you know <laughs> is perfectly geared towards the demographic and not something you get at many other war game shows, it must mm. be said. So we're, we're, we're upholding the high standards of um, which will be let down by the desperately poor trophies, uh, which are especially especially conjured out of, out of God knows what, really. So that's all very exciting, and that's a couple of weeks away. And um, we're looking forward to the Christmas lights down by the sea and um, fish and chips and 40 war gamers hitting an unsuspecting town and mingling with um, cover band heavy metal fanatics from um, Devon. Which there's I, I, there's just too you much going on there even to think about. To hell. Well, you mind the hey wait to hell. Hey, you mind the hey wait to hell. So heavy, heavy metal music Friday night, heavy metal war gaming Saturday. Exactly, it's so, uh, the highway tail being the A30 um, across um, Dartmoor potentially. If you get stuck behind a caravan, <laughs> does, I'd does, imagine. The, does the ACDC tribute band do karaoke? I'm, I'm not sure there is a di big difference. I think the difference between them, you couldn't put a cigarette paper between karaoke or an ACDC tribute band from the West Country. It's all good. Um, so that's exciting. And then, then there'll probably be a bit more painting. 
Anybody else got anything that they've got coming up that they're doing? Simon, what, what have you? Yeah. What's it in your pipeline, um, so to speak? Yeah, we've got the inaugural um, ADOG um, um, competition on the 27th of November, the Clive Memorial Wargaming event, which would be good. We've got, <laughs> and and we've if, got, if uh, anybody wants to come down to London for that, um, how do they enter? Do they get in touch with you? or? Yeah, so the, uh, the details are on the Facebook site. They're also on the ADOG okay. forum and the Central London cool. Mob site. Um, it's Brilliant. a one-day event. Uh, there's um, 12 players already. It's basically 30 years war and a few other random armies. So there's going to be at least one Chinese army because um, someone Good. just wants to be difficult. And, and if you uh, don't have an army, we could lend you one. Don't worry. Yeah. So there'll be a good one. Cool. Does that mean Good. whoever wins that is world champion of ADLGR? Yeah. And it's uh, probably one of the, the <laughs> larger of the Renaissance competitions in uh, the UK at the moment. Yeah, it could be actually. I think it'd be the second biggest one after Burton, actually, with yes, a dozen players. So, uh, That'd be yeah. quite something. And, um, okay, that's excellent. Um, anyone else got anything coming up? That they're, you know, Tamsin, you've got more stuff coming to you in the post to paint and shop, or are you just uh, MDF opening for a while? Uh, it's mostly, it's mostly the next couple of weeks, it's going to be... The smell of burnt. I prepping and priming... The twenty either the various spaceships that okay I've printed. I've printing. So oh, right. I, just over a month until the analog hobbies painting challenge starts. Oh so my god! Smells coming from your flat. So the smells coming from your home will be Christmas pudding then. No, no, but unless some of the stuff paints of, like that. I it will be uh, depends. I do I aerosols? Do I spray can prime or? Uh, too fire. many choices too many choices and peter i presume gold. you've got a week of you've got yeah you've got kind of a couple of weeks of trying not to paint tanks gold uh yeah i'm basically gonna be spraying these like mad and sticking them down and trying not to get glue all over the place um yeah. but the other bit um from warfare i bought some dry brushes because i saw this paint technique called slap chop so it's how to get it on and actually get some highlighting and stuff on it so i'm going to give that a go with some of the 28 mil stuff because i've got a a little project to uh, uh do a 28 mil chest set with miniatures so i'm going to have a go at that for a while because i've got some different pieces um and plus i'm looking at possibly well, getting a red, resin four. 3d printer you are going to get a printer Ooh. Yeah. thinking of getting a resin 3d minimal. printer i've been looking at it yeah my God! Well, you do twenty-eight mil. Uh, you do twenty-eight mil chest because it's got night. Ventilated room to put it in. Yeah, uh, the garden. <laughs> he's gonna, he's yeah, gonna put it I, in the pavilion, Tamsin. He's gonna put it in the, the pavilion. pavilion. One of the things you'll find with most, a lot of people find with resin printers is that you have to be, you need to keep. They don't work brilliantly if it's below twenty-five C in the room. Below 25 degrees. Ah, well, you know, well, I'll, I'll have to see. Uh, I'll have to see where I can do that. But, um, It'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be good. Well, I'll just uh, get one of the kids to go to university and take yeah. over their room. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Can do that. All right. <laughs> Who else have we got left? Um, Andy, have you got anything coming up in the next couple of weeks? And we we run into the final seconds. Um, I, I've ordered Other a, than the a special thing. I've special. I've ordered a special army commander for Brixham. I hope it arrives in time. Okay. It's, um, Good. it's from um, Hayland Terrain, who did the Monty Python type figures. Mm. 
<laughs> okay. And then um, finding this. Yeah, Hayland's It's Hayland. It's the figures that used to be done, they used to be done by studio miniatures. I can't remember. It's it's it's, it's a medieval mayhem range. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. We'll look forward to seeing that. And finally, Mr. Saunders, um, you finished your finished your Vikings. You're you're Mr. Camel for the next few weeks. Is that it? Get ready for Beachhead. Uh, yeah. Well, well, if it's going to be biblical, then I'm definitely going to be camelled up, and right. then I'll find the camels are rubbish. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Uh, well, we'll excellent. do a we'll do a rule change halfway through the tournament. No, 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 no I'll just give him a practice. No, the protocol is Dave and I have a practice game. Then he changes his army list. Yeah, that's exactly. That's, that's usually exactly the way it works. Brilliant. All right. Well, look. On that note, then we will return probably after sometime after Brixham and the Central London ADLGR event as well. Maybe early December um, yeah. or, or mid December or something. So, with that, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. 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 just do peter and uh simon talking about the ones they won winner's Who, corner which one did peter like win uh, the world no but that we've well, done podcasts since then. he just didn't turn yeah, up he wasn't there yeah i know but I, that's I was, history mate that's a little bit history. busy at the time Oh, you, you haven't met a little.